Hey guys, this is Bimi Shavery and I'm here with your daily dose of energy and we are yet again here with our series speaking about relationships with this new moon in Cancer and in the midst of Cancerian season. It just seems so fitting for us to discuss the things that really catapult us into a new level in our life. And one of the major things that affect us all are relationships. Now, I do receive a lot of emails from all different type of people who are in all different kinds of relationships. And you guys entrust me with my um, advice. You guys trust uh, <laughs> and use me as a vessel for you guys. And I am forever grateful for that. That is something that I really take a lot of pride in knowing that I'm able to provide. Now, I do want to let you guys know if you have not heard the previous episode where I do discuss relationships within this um, Cancerian energy, I also want to remind you that regardless to the type of relationships you are in, whether it be a relationship that is um uh, same sex, whether it be one where you don't identify with a particular type of verbiage regarding labeling your relationship, regardless to the type of dynamic your relationships are. This is about the core of intimate building of relationships. So if you are in a relationship that is same sex. It still applies to you. If you are in a relationship where you consider it gender neutral, it still applies to you. Whatever you call yourself relationship wise or identity wise is not what this is about. This is about the core. I speak about the interpersonal relationship building practices on a foundation level, things that matter on the core, regardless to the type of relationship you are allowing yourself to be a part of. Regardless, it applies to whomever it is needing to apply to. So understand that I'm not speaking about a specific type of relationship. I am only speaking in a sense of foundation building of a relationship that includes people who are intimately connected. So whatever that looks like in your life. Okay. Now, also, it is also very important that I remind you guys when I started this podcast audio series um, in 2019, it was rooted in the upbuilding, the uprooting and the identifying of pouring into men. I felt as though the masculinity had been attacked and even more so now. So I often spoke about relationships. I spoke a lot about uh, building partnerships and the importance of dualities of so many different type of relationships. And so you guys know that I'm all, I've always been passionate about that. I've always added my uh, experience in psychology, my experience um, in studying behavior, um, cognates, you know, science. I've always been someone who utilizes everything to understand the bigger picture. And so I am bringing this to you guys because you do give me a lot of questions. You have a lot of questions for me regarding the duration of relationships, the duality of them and how to make them better, how to sustain them. I don't personally speak a lot about the intimate details of my relationships, but I definitely put my experiences in it to help you understand as an example, but definitely not to try to mirror my life and my um, experiences and relationships. I have been in three serious relationships my entire life. And each one of those relationships were very significant to who I am. And I'm still very much intertwined with those relationships first relationship was marriage. It was my first love. It was my first boyfriend. It was my first everything from the age of 12. We got married. No, we didn't get married at 12. We were together. We became best friends and it blossomed until being married at 20 years old, got married. Um, he went to prison and our relationship went to a different level from that point emotionally. And it, we, we went through a lot of things together. That relationship taught me a lot about 
everything from spirituality, religion, uh, connecting with yourself, connecting with your partnerships, building a solid foundation, foundation, everything. The second relationship was a relationship that catapulted me. It was uh, in the mid 20s. It really put me in perspective of what I wanted, what my passion was, choosing myself, no matter what, no matter if it was weird, no matter if it was different. And that paid off tremendously. And I owe a lot of who I've become entrepreneurial wise to that relationship. Um, The third relationship is my life partnership. It is something that really, really, really develops me consciously when it comes to connecting the intellectual aspect of my life to my emotions, as well as understanding the dynamics and why the significance of my first partnership, my marriage, first marriage was so significant in me being able to build and sustain in this relationship currently. Right. So it has been a duration of things that have built me into this understanding, but also having a plethora of different type of friends, having people who come from different type of relationship backgrounds, who understand relationships in so many different ways. So it is not just my view, my perspective, my thoughts and my experiences that I'm speaking to you from. There is a culmination of things. And that is why so many of you guys feel that I help you, but it is not from a biased place. And I want you guys to understand that if you're new here, um, you will learn that quickly. If you're not, then you're already accustomed to it. Okay. So now I'm going to get right into what it is I wanted to speak to you guys about, um, regarding the relationships, especially when it comes to the new moon energy in cancer in the midst of cancerian season, we For a lot of you who are in this type of dynamic, you're in a relationship, you're trying to find your balance, you're trying to understand where you stand in the midst of your relationships. I think it's very important before people go into relationships to understand what that really is. What does it mean to be in a relationship? Well, you first have to understand the origination of the word. That's something that a lot of people don't understand. That's why I'm a words person. I'm someone who really, really, really um, I'm careful with the words that I use because I understand the energy behind them. But in order to say you understand the energy behind the word, you have to understand the origination of it. And so when we speak about relationship, no matter what people try to dilute it to, no matter what people try to build it and mold it and create it to be a relationship in is the origination of Latin. It's a Latin word, um, relation, relation. And that means bringing back, restoring, right? To report. Um, it's a proposition. Um, when you think about the verb of it, right? Relatus, relatus means to carry, to reform, to bear, right? And you understand that those energetic influences behind the word relationships means in a big sense to bring a part of yourself to carry a certain type of load to also be able to hold a capacity to hold the load that someone else may carry as well. A relationship is a bringing together. It is a carrying of a unit. It is a collaboration in a sense. And so when you go into a relationship, it is very, very necessary and also a major intricate part of what this relationship has the potential to be. You have to understand what that looks like, what that means. It means that you can't go into a relationship thinking it is all about you. You can't go into a relationship thinking that you are the end and be all of what this relationship is. It is two people. It is a plethora of things. It is if you're in a relationship with multiple people. OK, it is all of you um, unifying in a way that is carrying a load that is also bringing a low that is able to take the transgressions and apply it to the overall greater picture. That's a heavy burden. That's a heavy, heavy thing. It's a bringing of together, right? Collaborating in a sense that furthers a growth. 
Now, when you think about your current relationships and where you are and what you're dealing with and where you what are your experiences from the last full moon we had, which was in Capricorn. OK, Capricorn, we all know by now, if you don't, Capricorn is about structure. It, it is in a sense it's ruled by Saturn. So it is a discipline. It is about being cardinal in a way of initiating a discipline that applies to the foundation and it shows up in the sense of your assets. It shows up in the sense of what you value when it comes to the practicality, the fundamentals of your evolution and your growth. Now we're speaking about full moon and Capricorn in regards to your relationships. This is not just your relationship in a sense of how you spend money, but how the spending of money affects your commitment how the lack of stability in a financial sense affects your commitment. Because again, Capricorn is the father of the Zodiac. Cancerin is the mother of the Zodiac. So they both work together to sustain and build on a foundation level for the home, the home being internal and external. And so for a lot of you, the relationships that you have found yourself to be in have caused a sense of pressure when it comes to building of a foundation. It's caused a bit of instability. It's caused a lack of attentiveness in certain areas because for some you have pursued your endeavors externally in a way to fulfill the internal wound or the internal foundation that you have lacked or are attempting to build. And so the full moon in Capricorn matching with the new moon in Cancer is a cold culmination of things. It is new beginnings in the area of adding a little bit of gentleness to the structure, hardcore, um, unmovable parts of your life. It is also with you allowing yourself to see why these certain circumstances needed to happen so that you can apply more of a, a nurturing effect to it and understanding that. You still need to add a little bit of emotion and, and love and gentleness to the hardened of what it is that you are trying to see through. This is about allowing certain things to fall away that no longer create a balance, the balance that you desire and that you want. Right. This is about allowing yourself to trust your instincts in a way and knowing that the counterpart that you choose is also able to carry, remember, relation, relationship, to carry the extra burden or carry the burden in which you need help carrying to sustain the foundation of your commitment. Now, this could look like instability in your life when it comes to your relationship, when it comes to your your finances. This could be losing of jobs. I mean, we are in the middle of a pandemic still and people want to act like it's not real. It's affected more than your ability to travel. This has affected people's ability to trust their partners um, to carry weight. Sometimes you've had to choose. You've had to walk on the faith and really, truly believe that this person will be able to help you pull through this, even when it doesn't look practical. Even when it doesn't look like it's able to happen, you're choosing to trust the person you are in a relationship with because you understand it is a collaboration. It is a partnership. It is not one person holds all the weight or the other person is the person who carries all the burden. This is about allowing us to understand the importance of being on a team together for the betterment of the overall picture. So. This is coming out of that space of feeling like you're doing it alone. If you're in a com if you're in a commitment where you feel like you're doing it alone, this could also mean the release of that pressure, the release of that commitment, the release of that type of relationship, because it is not sustainable and it is not lucrative to where it is you're trying to go. Because even though it is a new moon in cancer, even though we're speaking about relationships, we're also speaking about the fundamental basics when it comes to sustaining the home that you're trying to build. Okay. So when you're in a space where you're able to create a structured balance and you're able to understand the duality of everything and you're able to create an atmosphere that allows you to evolve and grow, then you understand that no matter which way we go, 
no matter which way things flow, we are going to be okay. We're going to win. We're going to come up out of this on top because I can trust my partner to show up and my partner can trust me to show up and we're doing what's best for the overall picture. Now, coming into this energy, remember, there's still a lot that's happening undercurrent wise. There's still a lot of trauma. There's still a lot of inconsistencies. There's still a lot of instability happening around us. That is a part of what we're living in. So internally in the homes, there could be chaos. There could be a sense of explosion when it comes to trying to understand why something is just not working, why we're not on the same page, why you know that we're now struggling or we're teetering behind trying to get ourselves back on our feet, but you're still overspending. You're still overindulging. You're still trying to keep up with what's happening externally, but our home is falling apart. This is about willing it back in. So you can find yourself at a climax, at a max of patience when it comes to trying to get the other person to understand why what they're doing is conflicting to where it is you're trying to go. This is about willing it back in, choosing to really be honest about what it is that is bothering you. What is contributing to the lack of stability in the home because we are in the midst of cancerian season we also are in the midst of a lot of restructuring and a lot of retrogrades happening right now that are really dismantling these ideas of what you think a relationship should be and how you think a relationship should go and so it is really transforming on a core level and if whatever it is that you're in the midst of is not working it is not healthy it is not safe for you to trust in People are choosing to walk away. So for many of you, um, this could just be a fiery conversation. It could be a fiery blow up that causes a little bit of introspection. It could also be a space where you're choosing to have this conversation because no matter how uncomfortable it is, it needs to be had so that you're able to create a better environment going forward. But for a few of you it could also mean just ending a relationship, choosing to walk away, saying that, you know what? This is not going to work because no matter what I desire, no matter what I need, you don't understand partnership. You don't understand why it takes both of us or all of us to make this work. You don't understand why what you're doing is negatively affecting us. And this can show up in ways where you're used to a, a man or the more dominant energy or the more dominant presence being the person who's the provider. Who's the one bringing all the money? You feel like you should work. You should pay the bills. You should. And I'll get into a later episode about why that is such a toxic way to think. But we're not going to talk about that right now. But if that is the relationship that you're in and that is the understanding that you have, a man is supposed to, or masculine dominant energy is supposed to be the provider, is supposed to be the one that does and carries the burden. You got to understand the origin of relationship. It is about collaboration. It is about bringing back, bringing together. And if you're referring to the Bible, it also speaks about Proverbs 31, where you speak about a woman being a merchant. She's a merchant ship for goods, whatever her partner lacks, whatever he doesn't have or whatever the counterpart doesn't have. Guess what? She does. And so this is a um, an understanding and a reevaluating what it is you view as a real relationship and a real partnership and bringing that together. So that could bring a fiery climax when it comes to your beliefs, when it comes to your thoughts, when it comes to what you think you know about a relationship or a partnership. This is about choosing to really see what matters to you. What, what is, what is it that I value? Why did I get myself in this situation? How did I ever commit to something like this when I'm the only one pulling the weight, when I'm the only one working as hard as I am and I can't even speak about what I feel. I can't even really indulge in things that I need to maintain my, my mental health or my health and well being. It's all about the other person. That is where you're going to see a lot of discard and breakups and disconnections because there's this point of almost like a reminder that this just won't work if it continues this way and you're not willing to put in any more, more work because it's not lucrative to the overall well-being of where you are and where you be and who you're becoming so 
It doesn't also always mean a bad thing. This honestly, anything that is shown to you is needed to be shown. So what you take from it is what you're needing to take from it so that you can grow and evolve and eat and become better. Either you're going to work on it to make it work or you're going to choose to walk away. Either way, it's for the better of everyone involved, even if it hurts one more than it hurts the other. Right. Um, this is definitely a space where it's pushing you out of your your normal playing field like you're not accustomed to this energy you're not accustomed to this space you don't want this you don't like this this is something that you're accustomed to because this is not how you have operated before which is okay it doesn't matter it it doesn't really mean that it's not able to happen or it's not able to work it just means that it's changing the trajectory of where you thought it should be there's plenty of opportunities, you know, and in relationships, we see plenty of opportunities for a lot of you as you're growing, as you're evolving, there's this inner fire in you. And in a relationship, you can feel stifled by it because there are certain things that depending on your relationship just will not go, will not fly. And so that that optimism, that bit of Sagittarian energy of fire and just wanting to explore and that childlike happiness and peace um, of just doing whatever you want to do passionately because you felt like it. It doesn't always work in the dynamics of a in your relationship, depending on the type of relationship that you have. So even though you have all of these opportunities and you have all of these ideas for some of you, you could feel stifled by that. And that could cause a bit of. And not anxiety, but just unhappiness because you're not really able to be what you know you can be you're not able to really do everything you would like to do because it'll conflict with where you are in your relationship and so this is a desire for change this is a desire for adventure this is spontaneity you know wanting to make it spontaneous so that I can just find that fire within myself and that could cause some conflicts within your relationships because you've lost that desire It could be that you've lost the desire to express with the partner. It could be that you're finding excitement outside of that relationship. It could be a lot of different things. But regardless, um, it is about being able to communicate and being able to really process what it is that you really think you feel and desire for yourself. Because sometimes adventure could just be needing to change the environment that you're in. Okay, Um, This energy could also bring about a realization that you can have everything you think you want in the form of a family, in the form of a relationship, in the form of your success when it comes to your emotional stability. But then you realize that the vibration of it is really not as high as you need it to be. It's it's just it looks great on the outside. Everyone can look and say that they want that. It looks like it's good. It looks like we've really gone through a lot of things and made a lot of things happen. But at the end of the day, internally, it is dry. It is no passion. It is no um, attraction that really stimulates you. There's no mental stimulation. There's not really a lot of growth when it comes to the physicality and Since that full moon in Capricorn, people are really releasing things that don't bring them a sense of stability in the midst of cancer season. It's heavy on the home. So even though you may have the house, you may have, you know, the finances, you may have a a bit of, um, you know, creative spark. It doesn't fuel that inner burn. It is just something not really triggering that intensity that you need it to trigger. And so. This is about choosing to address those parts of yourself that you feel may not be fulfilled. This is not necessarily stepping outside of what you're building. It is choosing to see outside of what you're building so that you can redirect that energy within. And um, it's like understanding that even though we have what looks like to be enough. It's just not enough. 
It's just not enough. And not saying that it can't be enough. It, it, we can't grow from here, but we will not be able to do that from this space. We need to redirect the energy and put the passion back into the home. What good is having a garden if it's not flourishing? What good is having flowers if they're dead? What good is having all these candles if you never light them? It is about choosing the passion, choosing the areas in which you need to spark that passion back despite what's happening externally and really pulling that back in within yourselves and within your relationships. This looks like and feels like an energy that you can't speak about, right? You're, you're afraid to speak about it because if I speak about it, then that means that it'll be an argument. It'll be, like I said, it's a lot of fire being built. So it's this, I can't really speak about what I feel. I can't really say it because if I say it, we going to be in a house that's un, uneasy for the next week or two. You know, I can't really say I'm not fulfilled here. I can't really say this isn't enough for me. And I'm going to do a relation uh, uh, episode about attachment styles and love languages so people can also understand even more so why these aspects exist, because you can think that you're doing everything. You can think that you're showing them. You can think that you're saying the things, but that's not a person's love language. It doesn't work. If that's not how a person feels like you're connecting to them, it doesn't work. It just needs you have to communicate. But if you're silent because you don't feel driven or supported in the way that you're communicating it, that can cause even more of a barrier. And so this is where you're presented an opportunity to sow new seeds, right? To sow new opportunities for growth and reviving what you presume to be dead. This is about allowing yourself to really take in the totality of what you're seeing and what you're feeling and be able to talk about the areas of improvement, not just from the other person, but from yourself. If this is something you're choosing to salvage, right? I feel like it's lucrative. I feel like the energy can really bring you a lot of happiness. It can bring you a lot of peace. It can bring you a lot of enjoyment, but it will only do that if you are honest about what you need on a core level. If you have everything on the outside, but on the inside is empty and bare. You will not be happy. You will not have a sense of joy. You will not have a sense of peace. You'll only be miserable. And that is difficult. Not only is it difficult, that's immensely uncomfortable and heartbreaking and traumatizing when you feel like Everything looks one way and internally it's just not the same vibration. So this is about understanding that you don't have to destroy the whole grounding if it's not needed, but you definitely need to revive it. And that starts from coming within, understanding that you've worked hard for something, understanding that you do love, you know, this person or, or these, you know, people you're connected to. But at the end of the day, is that enough? And if it's not, what do you need to make it enough? And how do you move forward from that? Again, it's pushing you out of your comfort zone. You cannot continue to do things the way that you've always done things and think that everything is going to be what it needs to be for you. That ain't how it works. This is healing from the emotional reluctancy that you've had. This is healing from the pain of being unable to express. This is about not choosing to falsify your freedom emotionally, but really living in a freedom emotionally. That is what this is about. This is coming through all of the things that have held you back. This is about coming through the emotional barriers and the lack of emotional support that you feel with your partner. And so coming into this, there's this intense passion. Once you do that, once you realize that there will be this rush of energy, Leo season right around the corner, right? is bringing in this gush of desire to explore. I want to just explore. There are brand new opportunities. There are new things I want to do. I'm feeling really creative. I'm feeling really passionate. I'm feeling really sensual and sexual. I want to express. I want to explore. And there is nothing worse than having all of this fire and then hitting a dry spell. So if this is in the space of your creativity in your relationship, it could be spicing up things. Yes. 
You're feeling all this fire. Yes, you want to ravish your partner. You want to just enjoy them and love them and just show them. But then they're dry and they're cold and they're pushing you off. What what do you what do you want to happen? I mean, I, I'm not saying that a person will do the stepping out on you, but I am saying that you cannot continue to operate in that space where no matter how much intensity you feel, no matter how much passion you have, there's no outlet for you to express it in the walls that you're building for yourself. You, you that it just won't work. And so there has to be communication because once this point comes where you're just on peak, you feeling it like you just want to just Leo season is intensifying the sensuality, the sexuality, the desire, the confidence, the pride, the glow. Like I want to show the world who I am. I want to be good. I want to be happy. And you're in this relationship and you just want to show this person I love you and I like you and I'm attracted to you. And then you're pushed away because it could be, listen, I'm focusing on the money ain't right right now. You know what I mean? The money ain't right. The, the foundation is crazy. I'm stressed the hell out. The world is going crazy. The kids acting up the job. I hate. I, I have to go to every day. The house is all over the place. I just I'm not feeling that sometimes. Let me drink something. Y'all drink something, too, because just drink some right quick. I'm drinking my coffee. Let me drink. Sometimes. What you need is to step outside of everything you know that is happening into a new territory. That fire I'm speaking about, not outside of your home, I'm speaking about in that fire. Sometimes you need to step into that intense passion that you feel so that that spark can ignite a shift and change within your relationship. So if you are the person who's pushing the person away or pushing your partner away, you're not trying to intensify uh, passion. You're trying to focus your whole solely focus. You're just in, not attracted. And that goes also with other things that I'm going to speak about in upcoming episodes where I speak about mental stimulation. There are a lot of people who are only stimulated in intimate wise. If the mental is there, if we're able to connect to you mentally, if we're able to really connect and dive into what's that means disconnecting from the things that distract me. That means disconnecting from all of the things that cause me the anxiety and the stress. I got to disconnect out of my head and or I got to be able to align that with what I'm feeling internally. If not, there will constantly be a disconnect and someone will always end up not pleased, not satisfied and not being able to express that passion. OK, other people may desire emotion. Right. I got to be emotionally connected to you before I can be intimate with you. Well, if one person is mental and the other person is emotional and there's a disconnect, it will not work. I don't care how much you've built together. I don't care how beautiful the home is. I don't care how well behaved and how college educated and how much money you make. If those two things do not connect, intertwine with each other to fuel the passion you are saying you feel, there's going to be a drought. There's going to be a drought and either the fire is going to be completely burned out or it's going to burn elsewhere. Okay, so that's just the that's just the point. So this is bringing up a lot of the idea. Now, understand this. I'm not in any way saying that you can control what a person does in and outside of your home. I'm not saying that because you, a person's going to do what a person feels it needs to do to release whatever it is it feels it needs to release or to connect to whatever it feels it needs to connect to. You don't control that. You have no bearing over that. This isn't about controlling it. It is about allowing yourself to really do what you know you could do within your own space to cultivate the passion and the fire and the steam that you say you want and desire. If you can't control that, then you're the, the smallest issue you have is what someone does outside of your house. The bigger issue is what you're not able to do within yourself. And that is why I tell people all the time. The reason I don't stick to um, talking about solely on a relationship intimate wise is because it really matters what you are bringing, who you are and the work that you pour into yourself. This is being in a relationship with another person is very 
It's not all about being in the relationship itself. It's about the relationship you have with yourself. When you have a relationship with yourself, that type of relationship is what connects you to the person or the space you are in intimate wise. If you don't have a good relationship with your needs, your desires, what you want, what you like, what you don't like, what you desire internally, then you're not going to be in a good, flourishing, successful, passionate, intensely amazing um, relationship. You're just not because you don't even possess that within yourself. You got to have that within yourself. That's the stimulator. That's the connector. And so if you're in a space where you're at this in this relationship and you have this buyer, this, this fire is just burned. I mean, really, really burning. And you're trying to express yourself and you can't. You might want to have that conversation before it gets too before it goes too long. Right. And then you don't if you're on the opposite side, you're the person who was wanting that passion to be reciprocated. Like I'm wanting that to be reciprocated. You need to do that. You need to communicate that. We have to be on the same page so that we're able to conjoin what we are wanting and knowing how to make that happen. Because if we can't do that, then it is just not going to work. It's just not going to work. I don't care how lucrative the relationship looks. We're not birthing nothing new here. This ain't this ain't going to grow or glow up because there's this suppression of my passion. There's a suppression of my stimulating. There's this suppression. And for a lot of people that that fire is a creative energy that you can really transform into other things. But if I'm feeling like my fire, my flame is being deflated and put out, then that doesn't just affect me in the bedroom. It affects the, my ambition for life. It affects the ability to go out and have that type of passion in life. It affects me talking about my life in a way that is inspiring to those who are looking for a reason for them to stay in theirs. So there is not just, it's not just about one particular act. It is the fire that is fuming so many other different things. And the inability to understand that is why a lot of people relationships crumble and they continue to look for the same thing in the next people and the next parties. But you continue to have the same results because something in you is either putting out the flame or suppressing the frame, the flame. And either way, that is not cohesive to what it is you're trying to make the outcome be. This is about stepping into that, especially my ladies, like stepping into that femininity is so sensual. It's so sexy. It's so creative. It's so beautiful. It's so fertile. It is so beautiful. It is enticing and intoxicating, but it can also be a downside to all of that. It can be very manipulative. It can be very condescending. It can be very um destructive to who you are becoming. So it's so much power in it, but it's also, if not used the right way, it can really cause a lot of trauma and pain unnecessarily. That is the reason why you have a lot of people calling their sexual liberation, liberation, when it's really not liberation, it's a quest for finding their inner self, finding a way to balance and identify with their inner self and it comes off in a sexual way in a very sensualizational way because they are not able to communicate what it is that fire is trying to transmit so it's you got to be very careful with the language that you use but also the energy in which you are trying to use it and the spaces in which you're trying to share it because it can really destroy everything you think you're trying to build counterproductive to where you're going so this could be um, redefining that energy for you in your relationship and redefining that energy for others. Some of you, it could be just choosing to we need to take a break. Maybe we're not married. We don't stay together. We're not living together. We're dating. We're very serious, but I don't want to have sex right now. I don't want to um, because when you understand the sacredness of that act. You don't just want to give it away. You don't want to just do it. You want to take the time to 
build that type of energy. You want to harness that energy and transmute that into something else that will really build the longevity for you. And so it could be deciding, listen, even though we may have been sexual or sensual or flirting or it's coming really close, I just want to make it clear. I'm not really wanting to do that with you right now. And it doesn't always mean that a person is celibate. It could just mean that they don't want to have that type of connection with you yet, because with you, it could lead to more. It could lead to something else, something that they're not really prepared for. And as a woman, you yourself may feel I'm not really prepared for that. I really can't um, sacrifice that yet. So let's just wait. And as a man as well. I need y'all to to understand this is a duality because men, you give your power away if you're sleeping with the wrong person, vice versa for women. It's the same thing when you're having sex and you're exchanging any type of energy. There's a part of yourself that is being depleted and exchanged and you got to be careful with what it is you're exchanging it for. So this could be a situation where you are deciding not to move forward and communicating that in a way that lets the person know that it's not that I don't want to build with you. It's not that I don't think there's potential here. It's just that what it is right now, I can't risk what I want it to be by what I feel. I got to I got to hone that in. I got to use that energy for something else. That's beautiful. And you don't have to do that in a way that's hurtful, but that passion is building. That flame is there. That desire is there. But you don't have to always act on the desires that you feel. And when you do this, you understand that, yes, it may not lead to the immediate things that I want. Yes, it may not um, cause, you know, everything to, to start and build immediately the way that I would like. But. The beautiful part about it is I'm able to be more gentle with the flame. I'm able to be more intentive with the flame. I don't have to just go processing and digesting and pouring into something that just really is just it just not it's not time yet. And I need to be careful with that. And I need to allow myself space for that. And I need to not just choose to divulge into what I feel right now. I need to just see where it takes us. Not sowing too many seeds right now, not not being so loose right now, not being so sexually expressive right now because of what could come from that. And for some of you, it could mean spicing things up in your relationship. Maybe you've been. Listen, okay, we all go through those moments where we're not feeling very sexualized, I guess, and you're not feeling really sensual, but maybe you're needing to spice it up a little bit because it's become too routine. And maybe it's not, it's, it's not something you can go days without it and you cannot think about it. And it's not a big deal because it's nothing you anticipate. Spontaneity is required. In this case, you need that. You need to spice it up. You need to do something a little different. You need to make it more enticing, more not so routine. That can also be doing too much. Maybe I do too. Maybe you're doing too much. Maybe the basics is what's required right now. Like, let's just do something a little different. You know, I, I don't always have the, the flexibility to do everything you're trying to do. So can we just do some a little basic right now? Maybe the hindrance and the hesitation is because you don't want to be sore. You don't want to be out of, you know, reminded of how out of shape and inflexible you are. You just want to just enjoy the moment. And so <laughs> for some of you, that's what it could be. It could be a plethora of things, but it's choosing this energy in a way that's more positive for you and and connecting you to opposed to bringing you further apart and having you in your head because you're anticipating the worst or you're not so sure about what it looks like you know it salvaging what can be salvaged in a way that benefits everybody involved and then looking at the total picture looking at the picture of okay it's not just about my feelings it's not about my emotions it's not about my um, thoughts and my insecurities about me being able to share and embrace this with someone else in a way that fulfills us, that brings that stalemate of a relationship to a reviving, brings it to a place where it flourishes, brings it to a place where I'm happy and I'm at peace and I'm not searching outside of this. I love this. This is what I want. I'm finding more things within this that I want. Maybe that's what's needed. 
this transitional piece of fire, this transitional piece of flame that has been suppressed for so long is what's needed to create the light back into what you've built and what you're trying to build. It is truly, truly beautiful. And instead of being so harsh and so stoic and so quick to cut something out, you are more understanding, you're more compassionate, you're more considerate, and you're able to try to navigate through those flames without bombarding somebody and setting it on fire and completely destroying it is about choosing to be everything that you know you're possible you have the capabilities of being with a sense of freedom that's that's really liberating and exhilarating for everybody that's so damn beautiful but it takes a lot of patience it takes a lot of allowing it to flourish it doesn't happen immediately it's stepping one foot before the other it's choosing to put one pants leg on before the other It's choosing to walk with both eyes open It's choosing to listen to what's being said. It's choosing to accept that everything needed to happen so that I can see the parts that we need to salvage or the parts that need to go. But either way, it is choosing to not be so cold, not be so shut out, not be so aloof, not disconnect from what matters not just be up in my head, but to choose the passion, you know, choose the love, choose the, um, the duality of everything that's involved. It is about accepting that. Yes, there's a lot that's happened. Yes. There are a lot of things that are happening. That's uncomfortable. Yes. There are a lot of moments that I wish that we did not go through or that we don't have to go through. And I wish that we didn't have to see this side of each other, but since we have, what do we do now? How do we honor those parts of ourselves equally as much as we honor the greatness, like using all of that to build, thinking about the past, thinking about the mistakes, thinking about the joys, thinking about the pain, thinking about the moments we made mistakes or we've done things that we really shouldn't have done. But maybe some things that we did and we that's never been exposed, but we know internally we did it. And so now how do we right those wrongs within ourselves? How do we right those guilty moments within ourselves even if no one else knows them but you this is the rebuilding of something that is more solid because it's based on the fundamental foundations of what it is that you're wanting being okay with the independence of it all being okay with knowing you could do it on your own but choosing a partnership so you don't have to but one that is lucrative to everybody Stepping into your home internally and externally in a way that is really compassionate. It's really, really beautiful. It has the financial wealth. It has the creativity. It has the flourishing capabilities. It has everything that you have built together. But only after this transformation has taken place, only after you understand the significance in the root of it, only after you've got into this space where you're able to expand instead of suppress what you feel. There is a healing and a surrender that is needed and necessary for everything that you desire to really, really flourish. And the beauty of that is. It's right in front of your face. You really just have to see it and make the decision that's based on what you truly know is good for you. And again, it's pushing you outside of your comfort zone. It is not going to be easy. It's not going to be something you can do in the same space you've been in. It is about looking outside of it and tapping around it and seeing what you really, really want and need for yourself. Okay. But cancer season is all about that. You cannot just look at the practicality of a, of the home, especially with a new moon in cancer in cancer season, right after the full moon in Capricorn. No, this is about sustaining the internals. This is about the building of the internals. This is about going deep, 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 because we need to make sure that it's so solid that no matter if this shell, once we remove this shell, because the molting process, right? The crab releases that shell once it outgrows it. So once we continue to build and a new shell is groomed and new sh shell is, is present, do we have enough to sustain the shell that we're carrying on our back? We need it all up under this shell. We need everything. We need it all. So 
What do we do? How do we get there? What do we need so that we can flourish in that space? Okay. So this is a really beautiful space. It's a beautiful energy. It is not easy. It is not something that we just, you know, wake up into. But if you're in a relationship, this is what this is about. Commitments. This is about um, if a relationship you're interested in, you're trying to build, you're wanting to build, you're wanting to re, you know, connect with, you're wanting, you have to understand the duality of it all. And the energy that is coming in is all about that fire showing up as yourself confidently, bringing all parts of yourself confidently, choosing all parts of yourself without inhibitions and being supported in that when you do. Okay, so this has been your daily dose of energy. I hope that it has assisted you in understanding the more dualities of the partnerships that you're choosing to be in. I will be doing more episodes like this for you guys because I have gotten so many emails inquiring about it. And instead of me just answering one by one by one by one, because y'all know it's a lot of y'all, um, I will just do the episodes that that I feel will help you in navigating them in addition to me answering as many of you as I can through email. Okay. So again, I love you guys. I love your freaking souls. Thank you for all of your support. Thank you for allowing me to be continuously used as a vessel in your life. I hope that you are being gentle with yourself and gentle with everybody that you are connected to. Um, Until our next daily dose of energy, guys, have a beautiful, 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 beautiful weekend and enjoy yourself. Oh, and regardless to when you're listening to this episode, regardless if it's in cancer season or it is Scorpio season or it is Capricorn season, wherever. If you are drawn to the episode, that is when you are designed to listen. That is when you are designed to hear it. That is when you are led to something that is being said that will help you or someone you are connected to. So do not get caught up on just the uh, elements of what is happening. These particular episodes, any of my episodes, regardless to when I record them, I record them when I feel intuitively I need to, but that does not mean that that is when it will always apply to your life. So whenever you hear it, wherever you hear it, whomever guides you to hear it at a specific time, when you're drawn to it, you're drawn to it, listen to it and process it accordingly. Don't get caught up in the time frame of when it was released. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you so much again for your support until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.